0: Hello and welcome to CC Me In, hosted by me, Olivia Hayes. On this podcast, we loop you in on the lives and careers of people who are trailblazers and brand builders, brought to you by Sosu Cosmetics and Dripping Gold, and recorded on location at Sosu HQ in front of our live audience, a.k.a. our team. If you haven't done so already, find us on your favourite podcast platform and hit subscribe. It means so much to us. Now, for our next guest, he is someone who has been a friend of the brand for a very long time. He hosted Dripping Gold's fifth birthday party and more recently was a man of the hour at our Cork Masterclass. Yeah. And she
1: was like, let's pop champagne. I was like, ah, it's half ten in the morning. But yeah,
0: of course, that's go a for great it. idea. We chatted to James Cavanaugh about his definition of an Irish metrosexual.
1: I think they thought it'd be too gay if they owned us.
0: Remembering the magic of Bebo oh, I gorgeous. had every time we turned yeah, yeah, I think I had that for
1: the whole of my yeah. Bebo career.
0: And more info on his Love Island inspired new Gale Talk show. You
1: yes. know, a real hun from Crumlin and a farmer from Loud yeah. and like all these kind of Imagine. like people meeting on the show. Yeah. Like
0: Now we've had amazing feedback on Suzanne's show. Make sure to listen back if you haven't done so already. So we've asked her to come back to us each episode and tell us about the inspiration that led to iconic Dripping Gold and Sosu Cosmetics products. So later on, she'll be here to tell us the story behind the Dripping Gold OG, the revolutionary Wonderwater. So there you have it, you're CC'd in. Now let's meet James? James? Hello.
1: Hello. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for having me on CC Me In. It's a very good name. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a good. great name.
0: We're delighted that you're here.
1: You've CC'd me in.
0: <laughs> um, so to get things going, we're going to ask all our guests a few little beauty questions. Mm. So my first one to you is what was your first makeup encounter?
1: First makeup encounter? Um, does this include like skincare as well? Are we just talking makeup? No.
0: Makeup, hair.
1: Actually, it was my... It was... I was in boarding school and um, I was in a dorm full of mainly straight men and none of them had moisturizer and I was the one who would supply everyone with moisturizer. Yeah. Um I think they thought it'd be too gay if they owned it.
0: Oh god. But they were happy to god borrow them. Yeah. and
1: rob from me. Yeah. And this was at a time where we invented the word metrosexual for to describe a man who showered. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, it, it it just meant someone who took care of themselves. Yeah. Um so yeah I was everyone was like oh my god and I remember and I I actually wish they still had it maybe they do it was Evian Evian had a skincare range do you remember that? I don't it was stunning no way and it was in all this like beautiful white packaging yeah. and I remember the smell of the moisturiser was gorgeous and like they had really lovely like face wipes and stuff so I had like the whole set Bob. and I'd bring it in I'd go home on the weekend bring it in it was gone by Tuesday because everyone fleeced my Evian my so, Evian skincare yeah. so that was my first foray into skincare and I went full whack. Like, I I got the, you know, the the wash, the toner, the, the Absolutely moisturizer. needed. Yeah, and I also had the Evian Mist. Do you remember the I Evian Mist? I do remember that. Yeah, Beautiful. that was stunning. Yeah. So I used to have a little uh, battery powered fan and at night I'd, uh, in the summer especially, I'd like spray my face and and then do the fan.
0: What an and innovation. That was just,
1: yeah, that was stunning. Wow. So that was my first brand beauty and I've been obsessed ever since. I actually just recently got uh, a mini cooler for my room, like a fridge. Oh! <gasps> For my cosmetics. No. Yes. Oh my God,
0: amazing. It's
1: like made such a difference because I wake up and I look like a blowfish. Like I'm like proper puffer fish. i the same, yeah. out, Eyes out here. And I it's uh, like I'm 33. So uh, like, you know, you might say, oh, that's to do it old age. But like, even when I was 18, Always yeah. with the swollen face when yeah. I wake up. First
0: thing in the morning. Yeah, like, not a vibe.
1: huge. Yeah. Um, so I, I got the, I, I was chatting to a couple of different people and they were like, have you tried like putting your cosmetics in the fridge? That can help with inflammation. Yeah. And so I got that. And I just think it's stunning. Like it's such a little luxury moment Isn't in the it? morning. Yeah. I take out my cosmetics. They're freezing and cold. It's so
0: cool on your skin. It's cool so on the skin.
1: Yeah. And I also got a, a, a f- have you heard of Face Gym?
0: Yes, I have. So yeah.
1: I got the sculpting tool.
0: Swear by it. Oh, do you have yes, it? Yes, swear. Okay, brilliant. Because
1: I I, I, I'm, I'm swept up by fads all the time. Yeah, like yeah, I will yeah. buy whatever the new thing is. Yeah. But I was like, no, because I am, I probably will see this on camera, <laughs> but I'm getting kind of Kermit the Froggy. Like yeah. my, this is just joining to my neck now. There's, yeah. a, I used to have a really good jawline. Yeah, so I was then, like, I need to try and take action. Yeah. So I got the face, gym, and I'm sculpting my face in bed every night. Every the, single night and every morning. Morning
0: as well, and like yeah. the cheekbones as well. You need to do it. So
1: you know the way it's kind of a funny shape. Yeah, I, yeah. I got. I was just in Spain there, and I came back, and I brought loads of like. I love buying like olives and jarred things whenever Gorge. I go to Spain yeah. or Italy or something and I always try and bring the back and just like uh just have to you know have to crack with the security guard and just be like it's fine <laughs> or whatever because I, I didn't check a bag in and okay, I was like yeah, trying to, yeah, I'm yeah, always trying to barter with them to bring my bits through Yeah, so he let me through and then he was like no hold, hang on and so he's like what is this? <sighs> and I was like I, I, I don't have a dildo, right? Exactly. But I was like, it- do I have a dildo in my bag? I don't know a sex toy. Like maybe, yeah. So when it, it came up on the thing, and I was like, oh, did someone sneak a fucking dildo in my bag? But no, it was um, it was the face gym, yeah. and they made me unpack it, and they were all kind of gathering around, and then he was like, it's a what strange I-? shape, yeah, it's a yeah. strange shape, and he was like, what is this? And I was like, it's to drain lymphatic drainage, lymphatic drainage thing, and he was Spanish, there was no communication, but he knew it wasn't a bomb, so okay, you know, it was grand. fine, you're fine then, yeah. But oh. um, I. I, uh, yeah I love my uh, cool cosmetics my yeah. skincare I kind of really uh, I'm actually not great at life I know this <sighs> is a business po- podcast but I'm actually not good at like organising myself I am I put everything on the long finger yeah, yeah. like I I try and get a gym format going but like it takes me ages to do so, but skincare is the one thing I'm really consistent You're absolutely with. Absolutely honest. And have been since that time in school when I got the Evian. I just love it. It's such a lovely little ritual. Yeah. And honestly, the little uh, fridge in my bedroom has just made me feel like I'm in the Ritz every morning. I
0: want morning. one now. Yeah. I absolutely have to get one. Get it? Yeah. Um, What's well it called? Because I always have those. Um, Eye masks that yes. I put in the fridge, so like now I need to like have a step up and have the little mini fridge in my room.
1: And you know what else is stunning? Uh, like having a sheet mask in the fridge as well for <gasps> those glorious. hangover days, so you can put that in in the morning and then the cooling thing. And it's just at your fingertips. You're coming
0: out with all the tips. I'm
1: telling you because you can you could say, oh, just have it in your downstairs fridge, but it's different. Yeah. That's a little oh, bit of a journey. Yeah, you're you're gonna do it once and then you'll bring it up and you won't put it back.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: mini fridge in your room beside your locker. And mini fridges aren't expensive. Like, I got one that's real bougie, but it was 40 euro on Amazon. Like, absolutely grand. And I typed in cosmetics fridge, so it's kind of, it's more... Okay,
0: it's suited to what? Unique. Yeah, it's less
1: cans of drink. It's more, it's white. It's kind of, it's gorgeous. Lovely. I should
0: bring out one. Oh, there's there's a a business idea. idea. Yeah, write that down. (laughs) Um, On to the next question. I'm sure you have one. Biggest beauty disaster. Well, not
1: so much skincare disaster or whatever, but I did dress up as my as my sphinx cat Diana for Halloween. Yeah, and I went full like now for people listening who don't know what a sphinx cat is, they have no hair, they're completely bald. Yeah, they look like undercooked chicken. <laughs> but um, I went full head to toe as my sphinx cat, and it looked really cool at the start. Now I had the ball cap on. Yeah, it was really well done. It was done done by the Dublin. Dublin something company um, oh, what the hell is the name Dublin makeup company makeup I think. company yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did an amazing job now I went to a rave and I was going <laughs> for it like all night so <laughs> mad by the end of it some of it had leaked off my nose had fallen off because it was prosthetics <gasps> oh
0: god I looked like Gollum at oh, the end of gosh. the night
1: so I didn't really and all I didn't I just wore like um, little tiny underwear
0: okay okay. and I didn't
1: think what am I going to look like at 7am like maybe bring a jacket or a jumper cover
0: you up it's October as well you're not absolutely freezing
1: oh it's Baltic Baltic (laughs) so I got a I got a a taxi back I don't know how the taxi man took me I I literally (laughs) looked like Gollum stepping in and then my neighbour screamed when they saw me going up the stairs because it looked like a big rat I looked like a big overgrown rat okay so that was uh, always think ahead I think if you're having if you're you know you know, makeup. you're
0: gonna be on a night, yeah, yeah.
1: And like, you know, people who wear makeup on online, they usually bring makeup in their bag, so you can yeah. keep yourself topped up. Yeah. So, you, you know, if you're going for it, you can still look a bit. I fresh never do, I always
0: bring makeup in my bag, and then it gets left there. And I look at myself, you know, coming home, and I'm like, oh, why did I top up? Yeah, I'm like, that's not good,
1: yeah. But, um, no, uh, that was probably, I think, planning ahead that was mm, my disaster. I didn't yeah. plan ahead,
0: yeah. Um, Okay, so we're going to bring it right back. You have become such a big household name in Ireland. But where did it all begin? Um,
1: It began on Snapchat, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I was... um, I got on Snapchat around the time everyone else was on Snapchat. And I was kind of... I think Snapchat... In my group of friends, anyway, it's kind of used to send like dirty pics. Yeah, that it became yeah. known as the sexting app. It kind of like,
0: did. You know, you yeah. could send
1: your bits, Whatever, and it would disappear. That, yeah, it was yeah. secure. Yeah. Um, so I was on it, and I was kind of not doing that, and I, 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 I started to scare my boyfriend William. I was like jumping out behind corners at him, blah blah blah. Yeah. And for some reason, people found that very entertaining. It is very entertaining. Yeah, he's in he's fairness. really easily scared. Um. <laughs> So he was great content for me. And he likes to remind me that like he's the reason, he's the reason I, he started. Like, yeah. yeah. And the reason people follow. And I remember one day I had like a couple of hundred followers. The next week at 5,000, 10,000, 30,000, wow. 40,000. It literally just kept going. And oh it, was, my God. it was people being like, oh my God, follow this guy. He scares his boyfriend. It's quite funny. Yeah, And then we were, we were, I, Channel 4 got in touch and they sent a crew over. And that was kind of really what like, boosted me yeah. Um. I can't remember what it was for it was some show some show Alex Zane presented okay. and it was about kind of social media trends at the time yeah so I went on that and then it was just like loads and loads of thousands and more and then I, I just set up and I, I was on Instagram but I actually wasn't using it so I decided to use that more and then I was kind of like Oh, if you like me on Snapchat, follow okay. me over. So I was kind of like funneling the followers yeah, over yeah, to yeah. Instagram then. So they all kind of landed over there. And then I started to be approached by brands to collaborate yeah. and to do ads with. And then I like, I was working in PR for six years. Yeah,
0: you're in case Yeah, I was in yeah, yeah, house, yeah, yeah. Just
1: opposite you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I loved my job in PR. Um, I, I was working there six years and then I went to P- another company called PSG, worked there for a year or so. Yeah. And then I started... Started, I started to be offered money from brands to collaborate yeah. so I was like hang on I can earn my whole month's wage by doing a couple of these jobs yeah, yeah. and then have a lot of free time to do whatever I want so yeah. I was like I'm jumping ship now trying to explain that to your dad who's a builder yeah. and your mum who does his books like
0: were they just like what yeah. are you my doing my dad was like you're yeah, leaving for a snap <laughs> you're a snapshot
1: like he couldn't c- comprehend yeah. um, so that was that was hard to explain to yeah, people what I'm course. doing but at the same time me and my boyfriend William were setting up a food company called Curabini mm-hmm. um, and we were selling food at markets and that kind of thing and that kind of um, gave us a lot of spare time okay, to, to work on that business to put that. love in that yeah because yeah. I was working a couple of days a week doing my you know brand collaborations and stuff I'd have a lot of time then it yeah. was kind of a perfect storm so we, we set up Curabini and that's going really well now yeah, but that's fair. kind of how it all started I guess on Snapchat scaring William that's mad yeah it
0: was a scary though to kind of give up a kind of full-time job
1: yes it was because you never you never even now like I still don't know when my next paycheck is coming or whatever I have a couple of jobs you know for next week and the week after but It's like being a
0: freelancer. Oh, it's. It is being a freelancer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, And even though I'm doing it five years and I get consistent work, I'm never fully secure. Yeah. And that's not even imposter syndrome or whatever. There's so many new people coming up. There's so many, um, you know, like I earn my money because I'm in a space to for advertising
0: yes, yeah, but yeah. It, it,
1: when I started out there was literally about five or six of us yeah. doing that on, on Snapchat or Instagram now there's dozens yeah. and dozens of brilliant people yeah. so the work is getting kind of diluted I guess so yeah, yeah, yeah. you never know when you're going to stop t- you know when people are going to stop uh, asking you to do stuff so that's kind of why another reason why we set up Curabini because you need to diversify and and look oh, at absolutely. different yeah, avenues yeah. of earning money and I do tv presenting and this and that yeah. so you, you kind of um have to start looking at other spaces but uh it's it's been really fun and it opened up a huge amount of doors that otherwise would have taken a lot longer to absolutely, open yeah Um so yeah I'm thankful for William being a little sissy
0: <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel though living your life online like and with William as well You know, how do you find that realm? Um,
1: I guess it's been It's been nothing but positive So like it, It's it's great And sometimes you're made A little fuss over Like if you You get invited To nice hotels And yeah. people are so Like lovely On yeah. the street And people on nights out Come up and ask me For a photo And chat to me So so
0: many people Yeah it's so Even m- that I drip and go Fifth birthday Like I saw So many people Were just going up Being like Can we get a selfie Yeah um, that's so cute You were just taking pictures All night long You
1: feel like An actual famous person yeah. Sometimes Yeah you kind of you know?
0: are In fairness <laughs> now <laughs>
1: As go on though um, no but like it's it's been really cool and as I said it opened up doors that would yeah. have taken a lot longer like we got to we got approached by Penguin to do a cookbook in 2016 yeah uh, 2016 or 17 and uh, we we wrote it and it won best cookbook on Puss best it's cookbook. won loads
0: of awards yeah it won it's a good so few good. awards
1: and that in itself opened up doors because we got you know we got to do a lot of video content out of that we okay. got to work we got to work with a, a couple of really good brands like um, uh, some cheese brands um, and um like really really uh, as I said stuff that would have taken us a lot yeah, longer to get to brands. yeah so yeah. Um, it's been it's been a really fun unexpected ride as well because I'm not someone who has a five year plan okay, I don't yeah, even yeah. have yeah. one now yeah. um, I never have I wish I really wish I, I'm always looking at like even Suzanne Jackson and loads of people and you're always like they must have some sort of like a Amazing plan. And I wish I was a bit more like them. And But like, it's going well. And um, I'm just going to ride it and see what happens. And then if it all crumbles, I get cancelled. I don't know. I'll just, I'll I'll figure it out then. I'm kind of, I'm always like, um I'll let James tomorrow James sort out that yeah, issue. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going, you know, if I'm going out on a night out, um I I'll I'll I'll, I'll let me worry about the hangover the next day. Yeah, or, yeah, of course. You know, if there's something next week, I'll I'll be like that's, that's next that's week. Time. Next yeah, week yeah. James. Yeah. Um and you know, it you live it in the moment. Yeah, I do. Yeah. To my detriment, <sighs> but also to a, in a positive sense yeah. because I think the the way I do life that way has led me to exciting things and I'm kind of impulsive mm-hmm. and I, I act on instinct. And yeah. like, I left my PR job and I don't think, if I didn't leave I don't think it was a big risk and I yeah, don't yeah. think I, I would have gotten the other opportunities so um, I guess quick yeah. if I didn't do that. So Absolutely. yeah, in one way, it's not good for like getting mortgage approval. It's not good <laughs> for getting a bank loan. It's not good for, you know, loads of things, but it's helped me in other ways. Absolutely. It's a trade-off.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Do you see social media changing in the next few years? Um. Yeah, I mean, like when I
1: started... When I started being on social media, it was Bebo. Oh my God, Vivo! I yeah. loved Vivo. And you had to give your people your your other half. Yeah, you have yeah, to have we're another under half.
0: half. And there was like a top sixteen or yeah. something. Like that. And the fights from the top sixteen, if I like move the person down, oh, wigs. it'd be like oh. wigs
1: flying. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, do do Facebook? Can you do? Do you have another half on Facebook? No, you had like family on or Facebook. Something. Yeah, or something like that. And then you could call anyone your sister. Yeah, I, you I remember know,
1: your flashbox on Vivo. I loved. I loved. I had it. every time we turned. Yeah yeah. Yeah, I think I had that For the whole Of my Bebo career Um But um Yeah so I had Bebo So yeah it's constantly changing You know Then I had Then I I joined Twitter And you know Then I joined I was never a MySpace person
0: No never never I
1: think that was very musicy And I'm not very musicy Yeah I have what I I like what I like Which is Cascada and Enya You know know. (laughs) Yeah But um I feel I feel MySpace was more indie And people like real Hot press readers Would be on MySpace Um so yeah i what did i do yeah so social media is is constantly changing and i think the people who are using it and rising to the top are 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 quite varied now mm-hmm. which is really good yeah. and you can kind of yeah, uh, with TikTok it, it, it's a, actually it's a totally different audience on TikTok I find yeah, than, yeah, than Instagram I think I've I've like around 40,000 or something on, on TikTok but I've 160 something on Instagram yeah. so it doesn't always translate no and no you have absolutely. to kind of I guess not choose your lane but kind of tr- not try and be good at everything like
0: uh, yeah I think that's so focus true focus in on one thing yeah definitely like yeah. sometimes Like I even find like work for Instagram and do not work on TikTok or vice versa. Totally. And like, even still, it can be hard to find that, like, you know, that ground of where you like hit boat on the money, you know? Yeah, yeah. You do do like, like so many great skits though on, on Instagram, like your Coca-Cola video class, the airline video where you like rock up. Loved it. Thank you. Where do you get that like inspiration from? Do you kind of just shoot for the breeze and see what happens or do you like plan it out? Um, I
1: it just, insta- again, it goes back to my instantaneousness. Like, yeah, it just yeah. kind of comes to me and I'm like, oh, I'll do a video. Whereas I know other people kind of have like content calendars. And I mean, I, I come from that world. I were in Think House. I managed Barry's Tea,
0: okay. um,
1: eBay, Diet Coke. I managed a load of. names. Um, like, yeah, a yeah. load of um, brands on Instagram and Twitter and, and, and Facebook. That was kind of the brown, the brown side. Facebook
0: was big, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I do their content calendars for the month ahead okay. and I write loads of posts and you'd hop on trends yeah, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Um. I, uh, with me, I, d- I don't operate that way. Um, Like, I put up a grid post. You know, some people are like, oh, uh, you can kind of tell when some people, even normal people have some, well, not normal people, but content creators have like, uh, on Monday they'll do a quote, oh, on Tuesday yeah, they'll yeah, do a yeah. video. And yeah. I don't, I kind of don't do it that way. I just do it whenever it comes to me. But for brands and stuff, you know, you'd have to be a bit more thoughtful oh, in yeah, what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. But Definitely. for personal stuff, not really. Um with brands so I find the best content and it's it, it's a wall and an argument I come up with a, long, a a lot is when a brand hires you and they're like we're hiring you for you and we love your vibe and then they try and t- then you send the content they're like actually can you can we spoon feed you yeah, each word absolutely. to say and yeah. and e- how to say it yeah. and can you reshoot that and it's just reams and reams yeah. of feedback and I think it's it's actually a kind of really negative d- direction uh brands and content creators are going in because yeah. initially you'd you'd hire a content creator to uh, I guess promote your brand in, yeah. a, in an organic yeah. way that's familiar to their audience yeah um while being brand conscious obviously yeah. and using and, and using the brand in a, in a good light but now they're kind of like trying to shoehorn um content creators into almost like their ad the studios ads. yeah and it's like it looks it's sticking out like a sore thumb yeah it's not in the language they would use yeah um, it's not
0: creative it's I think not creative I I think you have to like trust the person you bring on. Like you yeah. have to trust the, that content creator that they know what their followers like. Yeah, and they know that what will make the most impact. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So
1: I, I think that the best kind of content is if it's a product. And the, uh, now I. I think it's always important to choose an, an influencer or a content creator and vice versa someone who's naturally using the, absolutely. the brand absolutely yeah you know what I mean absolutely. like if, if like I own I, my rule of thumb is I only ever work with brands I would naturally engage with yeah so like it's it, they're really kind of general brands like I love Coca-Cola Marks and Spencer. it's like any of these kind of brands yeah. that I just would be going in and
0: they've been in your life like yeah, it's normal it's a, it's a like normal a, natural
1: yeah. fit so I think as a content creator influencer whatever you want to call them d- it, don't be taken on brands or whatever that is gonna because audiences are fickle and they'll oh. spot that straight away. Yeah. um and on the other hand if your brand obviously you just hire someone who's naturally like using, using your product it anyway. With, it's yeah. just it's just the a nicer nose, fit
0: Comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um and I I'm, as marketeers like like I'm being sent scripts sometimes. Yeah, and that's, that's like it's not working. It's yeah. not gonna work. It's gonna look shit. Yeah. Um so yeah I I I think um I think that really kind of relates to the other question, uh, question you asked, like where is social media and mm. where is social media and brands and, and yeah. collaborations going in? And I see it going in that stupid direction. I'm like, rein it in. Yeah. rain it back because the, the, the it will die of engagement as yeah, well. I'm yeah. sure you yeah, find. No, when, yeah. Do you book people for, for this brand? I do indeed. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, like, you know yourself if it's if it's a, a wrong fit, the engagement.
0: Oh, it drops. It dies. Yeah, And it
1: dies. It's bad for the influencer content creator. It's bad for you.
0: Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants that. No. So going back to uh, Kerabini, how long is that around now?
1: That's around, I'm so so bad at maths, 2016. (laughs) How many years is that? Five. Don't, know, I'm no, six, Don't seven, ask me. About six, seven years, I yeah. think. Um so yeah, we as I said, we started selling at markets and we did that because we didn't know what shape we wanted Kirby to be. We just knew we wanted to be a food brand that people can experience in some ways. Yeah. So we were like, you know, we were we were doing like baked goods, we were doing a hot pot. Um and we were just kind of getting people tasting our food and tasting our way of cooking yeah. and our way of um our way of uh, expressing Carabini, Which is always kind of like Local um, And organic where possible And We love butter And it's a very mm. kind of All the stuff we do Is kind of indulgent On yeah. the indulgent side um, So we kind of um, yeah, Where did we were the j-
0: idea come from?
1: Um, like- so William had done the Ballymaloe cookery course down in Cork. Gorgeous. Um, and he, where he's from, he's from Curabinny. Curabinny yeah, is yeah, a yeah. place in Cork and that's where the name comes from. And whenever we were down in Curabinny, his moment was an amazing cook. She okay. sadly passed, but she was like, uh, like when we'd go down there, like, I was so hungry for her food all the time. Like yeah. she was an amazing, amazing cook. She had a little vegetable patch out the garden.
0: Gorgeous.
1: And um, they lived right in front of the sea. So, you know, there there was a, a big focus on seafood yeah. and, and everything was just fresh and delicious and gorgeous. So I just experienced such a different way of eating yeah. and appreciating food whenever I was in Kirbini. Um, and then when William did the Ballymelew cookery course, we kind of changed our minds into, oh, we love eating food to maybe we can make a career out of this. Okay. Do you know, and yeah, like yeah. maybe we can turn our and I often say I think people's passions and people's jobs are right under their nose a lot of the time. Yeah. It's, you, you know, if you're really passionate or really interested in something, try and think of it in a commercial How you sense.
0: You can make money from yeah, it basically exactly like, yeah. and
1: there usually is always a way yeah, in some in some sense yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um so we were i think it was some summer day we were in kirbini and we were just like oh let's try and make this a career like let's, let's do this let's just go out and do markets let's okay, do something yeah, see, yeah, what, yeah. see what shape it turns into and we were coming up with the, like, trying to think of a name for ages yeah. Um. now i'm from nutgrove okay right I'm from there, so I can talk about it. Yeah. It's not somewhere that conjures up gorgeous, you know, gourmet, organic, gourmet. Right. It's more like, yeah. you know, I don't know, cans and McDonald's in the they park. Chipper
0: down there like, I love
1: like, that. Oh, yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah, absolutely. But for a brand, you know, that we were kind of evoking this Irish organic stuff, I think Curabini okay. sounds better. than Grove. grove. Yeah, no, <laughs> Grove <Nut-Grove. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is like the shopping centre. Yeah, that's what you yeah, think yeah. of. Which I love again. <laughs> uh, McDonald's Drive. You know, it's the first McDonald's Drive through in the world.
0: No. Yeah, in the no Nuckrove
1: Shopping Centre. Yeah.
0: That's a little bit of information there for everyone.
1: Now, it's either in the world or Europe.
0: Okay. It's one or the
1: other. <laughs> I think it might be Europe. Is it Europe? Yeah, we, we got a nod there. But still, that's amazing. I know. Go Nuckrove. Yeah. Um, so, see, I'm trying to not get cancelled by the Nuckrovians. <laughs> uh, but I'm from there, as I Don't said. Worry, they I love you. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, we just, we were like, Curabini, gorgeous name.
0: Your love for food does not stop a Curabini. You created a podcast. Yes. So you're on season two.
1: Season, season 3 Season 3 yes, <gasps> Season 2 is uh, Season 3 is being recorded But okay, you're right yeah. I just <laughs> I did like I season didn't see 2 Oh not see it out yet yeah, yeah no season 3 is nice yeah, It's, it's cooking away
0: yeah. Oh there we go yeah. um, What did you eat this week? So you've had some great guests on it Joanne McNally Donald Skehan, and Doyle mm. Who has been your favourite guest?
1: Well you named three Very different people there And that was my idea For the podcast yeah. Was to not just be interviewing chefs yeah. Not just interviewing uh, Food obsessed people But yeah. I find it it even more interesting to interview someone who you wouldn't think about food like Joanne was brilliant for example because she just talked about crisps and wine yeah and that is Gorgeous. like you know that's a joy to talk about yeah absolutely um I interviewed Donald Skeen. he obviously is so passionate about food he went in this really colourful direction and that was great yeah. I interviewed Anne Doyle she was brilliant She she's more of a liquid dieter person okay. she, she just talked about champagne and cocktails and I actually I, I I recorded the podcast in her house and it was during one of the big storms I can't remember what it mm. was but I, I, was like, ham- I was like hammering on her big door and she let me in she's like come in darling and she has this like palatial house full of antiques and oh, it's wow. stunning yeah. and she was like let's pop champagne champagne I was like Anne, it's half ten in the morning but yeah
0: of course that's a great it. idea yeah. so she
1: poured me champagne and I, you, I don't know listen in and you can tell we're, well me certainly I'm getting on. kind of slurrier with my words <laughs> Um so that was great and she was telling me she was actually telling me really funny stories about like um what the RT canteen used to serve in the 70s like he used to serve tripe and oh, really wow. of its time yeah, Dublin yeah, food yeah, and yeah, of course. so yeah I, I like that whole just chatting to people because even people are like I don't eat I just eat to live it's like no you're you find out that they're actually really specific about something or they hate something or they love something and I love those kind of chats and food chats are great because they can go anywhere like it will evoke a nice holiday you're on and then we can go off and talk about the holiday like some pasta dish you ate in Italy and then you're telling me about Italy all of a sudden or people often find they I often love hearing about people's nostalgic food stories like what they ate growing up what they hated growing up like I hated coddle and I hated the
0: Hey, cuddle! The
1: smell that would envelop the whole house yeah. in, and so yeah, there's uh, there's really lovely stories that come off food.
0: So from one venture to another, mm. you have been on our tellies now for quite some time. Yeah, the Ireland's Got Talent and Takeaway Titans. Yeah, um, was that kind of hopping out of your comfort zone?
1: Yeah, and now I'm on OnlyFans. I have an OnlyFans channel. Yeah, I started. I'm joking.
0: <laughs> I was like, tell us more, please.
1: <laughs> That's coming. Um, literally. And uh, no. um, so, yeah, I I I think it became from like, you know, having a camera in okay. my hand. Yeah. It, it kind of was a natural progression. I was kind of presenting my life. Yeah. So presenting kind of came off the back of that and I remember I was asked to do like a little entertainment section on expose mm-hmm. um and I loved the kind of buzz of doing that and I was kind of presenting alongside yeah, Glenda Gilson yeah, and yeah. that was really fun with I Glenda. made good friends with her from that yeah. and then actually eventually a few years went on and we presented Ireland's Got More Talent together. Do
0: you great together?
1: Yeah I love working with her she's absolutely brilliant and she gave me like I, I as I I was starting out I had no experience so she gave me loads of amazing good tips so did Brendan Courtney actually um. I, I did a bit of presenting for him, so um I got loads of kind of tips from really good t v people yeah. along the way, which was great and so generous of them but um yeah it was it was kind of as I said a natural progression, and then um then I did Takeaway Titans with Carl Mullen, which yeah. is really fun. And again, that's a food show. So I loved, exactly. you know, I really loved Meshing doing that. Meshing them together. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm now filming soon a show uh, called Gras on which is yeah. like Love Island. I
0: cannot wait. I know.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, it's going to be It's gonna be a big
1: gas. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I think we're actually, as a nation and country, we're ready for another like gas reality yeah, TV show. Yeah, I think so. Like remember California. Yeah. Fade like- Street. oh my
0: god like iconic yeah i iconic them. To irish people yeah and yeah, you're so right now it's time yeah to bring something back and, or,
1: like- and irish people are so f- good on camera and like if you think about like even what's it called um goggle box yeah i prefer the
0: irish one. Oh, me too over oh, the english definitely one. like it's yeah. just
1: they're so unfiltered and so yeah. god like i love those cabra girls and stuff they're oh, just they're brilliant. brilliant so i'm hoping for some i was talking to production i was like it sounds bad against me but I was like don't be looking for content creators or influencers like actually look for yeah, like yeah. just real characters yeah. because people like me were aware of cameras and you know you can kind of conduct yourself in a yeah, certain way yeah you know way. what's
0: happening and so, yeah. yeah
1: and you just want some random gas people like you know and all walks of life as well like I'm I was excited for the idea of like crossbreeding of society like you yes. know a real hun from Crumlin and a farmer from Loud yeah. and like all these kind of Imagine. like people meeting on the yeah. show like I, I'm just like, really excited to get like going with it Do you think
0: it'll be as raunchy as like say the likes of Love Island? Absolutely well yeah I'm, I'm going to be b-
1: encouraging <laughs> as much as I can legally encourage so yeah I, it's kind of we're doing it that vibe it's going to be a nostalgic kind of situation there's egg and spoon races I'm the ban on tea
0: Lord or the man on tea I'm one of them You're Man-auntie
1: Man-auntie Is that You're the yeah. man-auntie I'm the man-auntie Yeah uh, I, Now I luckily I'm the kind of Osperla presenter We have an Oska okay. presenter. presenter so, now, So I was
0: going to ask How's your cupola fuckle
1: uh, Cupola fuckle I have a good amount of cupola fuckle Okay Yeah bits and bobs <laughs> uh, And actually the tagline of the show Is the couple with the most fuckle Win Ah there we go Yeah um, So we're Uh. Yeah It's it's like Six English speakers Six English speakers Six Irish speakers And like they kind of the Irish speaker teaches the... you do
0: actually pick it up quite well I remember the first time I went I was like not good at Irish yeah. not a notion and then like three four days in you could have a kind of conversation yeah. you pick it up
1: really quickly and you're kind of surprised on how much you've learned in school like it, like it was bad into you Yeah, so like it, very it's age. in there somewhere yeah. like even like throughout this process like having production meetings and stuff and being on calls and listening to the the uh, you know, the people who are fluent in Irish throughout this process, I'm like, oh my God, I recognize that sentence or I know that yeah, word. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of it is actually in your I'll head. So back. hopefully people watching this show who want to kind of, you know, revive their cupola focal, they'll actually understand a lot of the show. And it's done, I think it's, it's maybe 70% English, 30% okay. Irish, so okay, it, everyone great. can watch it. Yeah, yeah, perfect.
0: Okay, before we end, I want to do a quick fire question round with you. Go on. Now, for everyone who doesn't know, how do you make a perfect cup of tea?
1: Oh, right. So I, I'm i a big Barry's tea fan. So I will uh, we'll go cup and not teapot. But I I uh, fill the kettle freshly boiled. Freshly. I'm okay. sorry. Just pour it. If you're concerned about the wasting of the water, just pour it on the plants or something. Just <laughs> freshly boiled all the time. All right. Well, actually, only fill your kettle ever how much you're going to use it. That's a way to, you know. So freshly boiled. Um, As soon as it's boiled, scald your cup. Okay. Water out. Tea bag in.
0: Okay.
1: Then the freshly boiled. And I like to go like hold the water low because aeration helps with the taste.
0: Interesting. Aerated
1: water tastes better. Okay. So uh, let that brew for 2.5 minutes. Okay. Three, you know, I like kind of more on the three end because I like dark, dark tea. Yeah. Um, take the tea bag out as if your tea bag has like a neck Injury, and you're an air ambulance <laughs> taking the tea bag out. Okay, don't squeeze it. Okay, because squeezing that's releases bad. tannins, and that's what makes I tea hate bitter. Tannins. Yeah, tannins. I was you like for tan- red
0: <laughs> not I tannins. Like tannins, like yeah. not tannins.
1: So, uh, and I, I learned this from a, t- a teologist. Okay, a master tea blender. So you take that out uh, and drop it into yeah. your compost bin or whatever. Um, and then what do I do? Oh, yeah. If you're taking sugar, now's the time to sugar because and cotton burst make this problem as well if, if you're not using the hottest type of water or opportunity to do the sugar it, there's going to be granules yeah
0: it's not good do you know what I mean yeah not nice
1: so you know do that and then the milk in afterwards I like my tea to be cardboard coloured
0: okay like kind of yeah. dark
1: cardboard colored yeah. um so and that's a good thing as well if you have if you're in an office or whatever and you you're worried about your tea give people a visual because okay. making tea especially Irish people you, it's nerve-wracking yeah. you want to make it good for the person so have even have a tea chart printed out in the office and, and we'll point one to in the kitchen how much milk yeah have one yeah, in the kitchen yeah. Yeah. so you know oak uh, you know what kind of what kind of brown do you like okay. so I like um, yeah carbon coloured so that's the perfect way of making tea okay. but the key, the key 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 is uh, uh, brewing for 2.5 to at least 3 minutes and no squeezing
0: there you have it Yeah. next question Diana. that wasn't a quick fire <laughs> I know I'm it? sorry
1: <laughs> you're like <laughs> come on
0: the next ones are um, Diana or William
1: like princess diana or my
0: cat no your cat
1: um do you know what i've had william for 10 years i've only (laughs) had diana for four so i'm gonna pick diana
0: okay sorry william
1: yeah i've experienced enough of you
0: (laughs) night in or night out
1: um currently night in okay i'm yeah i either i either find myself i'm like do you know the like the granny from um downton abbey
0: oh yes
1: what's her name again not Liffard. Judy Dench. Oh my God, I love her. No, I should No, it was her the name. other one. Judy Dench. It was your
0: one in Harry Potter, was it?
1: Yeah, m- McGonagall. Yeah, yeah. What's That's her just name? Potter McGonagall. Oh my God, people are screaming at the TV. Maggie Smith. Maggie <laughs> Smith. I love Maggie Smith. So I'm either like Maggie Smith with my tea and I love my dinner at home and I'll go to bed at a reasonable time, or I'm in a skip somewhere. You know what I mean? Okay. Waking yeah, up in yeah, a skip. Yeah, so yeah. I'm at one or the other. Like, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. currently. I love staying in. I love lighting my candles. I love doing my um, face gym at night. Yes. I'm I'm in my granny era and I'm loving it.
0: Prada or Gucci? Uh, Prada or
1: Gucci. Prada.
0: Cork or Dublin?
1: Um, Cork because we're moving there.
0: (laughs) You're moving there? Yeah. When? That's the plan.
1: Um, In the next year or so, we're actually filming a show at the moment about the move. So... How's that
0: been? Has that been, like, super intense? It's kind of your personal life? Well, not that it's...
1: I I don't mind that I'm kind of an open book in a sense, but it's just been, you know, yourself filming, it's just been really long days. So we're starting at 8am, we're finishing at 5 or 6pm. We've only visited two houses. So there's a lot in in that kind of stuff. And you forget about it. Yeah. Um, So it's been tiring, but really exciting. That is
0: super exciting. Yeah, because as I said,
1: I don't really have... um, I don't really have structure in my life. (laughs) So this is great because... um, this production company um, are basically mapping out. Like, there's your mortgage meeting is next week. Okay. We're going to visit a couple of houses.
0: It's next nice to week. have someone to do that. So it's <laughs> great to Have it. it's a great being shepherded yeah. along. Yeah, amazing. I have one more question. Yes. one more question that I'm asking everyone that comes on this podcast mm. What are your words of wisdom?
1: My words of wisdom. Oh my! I think like as cliched as as it is, always trust your gut. Like, and I think you always know the answer straight away. Yeah. But we tend to kind of like ask a million people for their for their thoughts, which is good as well to bounce ideas. But I, I find my first instinct is always the one. And e- e- when when I don't go with my first instinct and go with my second or third thought, it turns out to be the first thing I thought yeah. of, which is good. Yeah. So uh, I'd say always trust your gut. Yeah. And surround yourself with people that are good at the stuff you're bad at
0: <gasps> nice one
1: yeah because yeah. there's no point in trying to build a website if you're good at selling you know what i mean yeah. like pick, pick, pick your lane okay. and perfect your lane amazing yeah
0: well that's it james thanks thank you very much okay we promised you it was coming Susanna's here to tell us the story behind Wonderwater.
1: you all know about our Wonderwater face tan literally exploded when it came to the market a couple of years ago. Wonder Water is literally a tan filter in a bottle. I created this because the idea was when you go to bed, you want to wake up with that beautiful natural glow. But all these serums and moisturizers were a little bit tricky.
0: They were leaving streak marks and people just couldn't use them because they develop overnight. I said, right, let's bring a spray to the market, spritz it all over, you'll feel your face wet so you won't miss any areas. And voila you wake up in the morning you got the golden glow Wonderwater is our best seller I think we've sold nearly a million units since it's launched you gotta try this my face Love it thanks Suzanne Well that concludes this episode of CC me in with me Olivia Hayes. come back next time for more chats and more behind the scenes at dripping gold and So cosmetics See you soon.